How are you, Sue? You didn't do the clap. I did. Okay, I heard that one. How are you, Sue? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing slightly better. The last week, week and a half had been kind of crazy, hence why this is late. Yeah, so true. How are you? <laughs> I like how we're acting like we haven't just talked for like 50 minutes prior. Oh yeah, we <laughs> we just talked for like an hour. Um, mm-hmm. I guess quick intro then. Um, I'm good. Give us was- give us a bear bear update. How's that? A bear bear update? Baby. Baby, what are you doing? Bear. Why won't you look at me? Child. Okay. She's cleaning herself, so. No. Um, Bear Bear, Bear cannot be bothered. She is um, spiteful as ever. I don't know. She's just same old, same old. Same old, same old. Good. Again, apologies to everyone for the late episode. Life has been crazy. What else is new? Yeah. So true. It's the first day of school today, um, first day of the semester for me, and um, there was, like, a fucking monsoon for no reason. <laughs> Goddamn Texas. There, it doesn't rain here. It does. But this was, like, insane rain. It feels like Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's you guys need the, the rain, though. Day. I mean, not all like, at once, but... <laughs> And of course, move-in weekend was fucking crazy and stupid. Oh, of course, of course. I next year I just got a shelter in place for move-in weekend. Someone told me that they set alarms on their phone for whenever like classes normally get out on campus, and that is the smartest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because <laughs> I really need to know when I can go and like get my coffee. So I have. And it's not going to take half an hour. Yeah. So I have heard also that West Campus is the most populous region in Texas when school is in session. Oh my God. And considering like all of them moved in this past weekend. That's insane. You can imagine. It's kind of like that. Um, I don't, I have no idea if this is still true, but whenever the Cornhuskers were playing in Nebraska, the stadium was like the most populated place in Nebraska. Yeah, it's same same soup, just reheated. Same soup. It so it was like literally just a parking lot everywhere near me. Yeah. It, insane. A truck ran into a tree. Cause why not? No one's using the crosswalk. No one ever uses the crosswalk, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm not. But bad. they have that nice. That man that does the recordings being like, you can cross Guadalupe. Guadalupe. <laughs> and it even pronounces Guadalupe. <laughs> like, it's Guadalupe. He's like, Guadalupe. <laughs> so true, King. Ooh. What? Like, I don't know. If anyone goes to Austin, it is the funniest thing. <laughs> it you cracks me up. Cross San Antonio. San Antonio. Guadalupe. Yes, I will, sir. I wonder who did those recordings. Yeah, it's every single fucking thing. It says, wait to cross. (laughs) 
and it's in like a fucking Texan accent for no reason. Well, you I guess not cross. No it is Verde Texas. Street. <laughs> and yeah, and it pronounces the names of the streets wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it pronounces them all wrong. Like it's so it just like does it does not pronounce any of the like Hispanic names correctly. Correctly. It's so And I'm like, funny. this is offensive. Like I feel like this is like very offensive. <laughs> like it it feels like something that would be on like Parks and Rec. And it's like also <laughs> it's a real lot life. of the population of UT is Hispanic. Like, I don't know. do this. <laughs> Literally do not do this. Can you please pronounce the names correctly? Um anyways. <laughs> Do you wanna do you have any or should we should we get into it? Let's get into it. Any? Let's get into it. Okay. Give me that story. Be, that good, good story. This is gonna be kind of quick, so sorry. That's um, okay. We can go on tangents, that means. We can. I don't know if we will, but we can. Oh. We're gonna not bring in the energy. Last episode was a real high. Sorry, everyone. This one's gonna be not as high. I guess. <laughs> um I just am very tired. I think Sierra's tired. We're... I don't know. Maybe you'll. Maybe we'll get delirious tangents, like sleep deprived delirious tangents. Maybe we'll see. Um. All right. So this story is about Stacy and uh, uh, I didn't even fucking look out to pronounce her name. Eris Eras. Well, really living up to that Texas standard right there with Guadalupe. <laughs> I don't think it's, you know, I think this is a white name, too, though, Sierra. I'm just bad at pronouncing things. (laughs) So, uh, Stacy. Stacy. In July 1981, Stacy was 14 years old, and her father, George, uh, they began a week-long trip through Yosemite National Park. What about her mom? What? What about her mom? I don't know. Her mom was Stacy's mom. Has got to go. <laughs> she had better anyway. things to do. She had better things to do. She's got it going so, on. So the they were hiking with a group. Um, it okay. was ten people in total, including them, so eight others. It okay. was like a mule backpacking thing. Um, so it had a tour guide. Like they mm-hmm. weren't. Yeah. Um, and they planned. <laughs> this wasn't just ten random people who said, "Hey, want to go hiking?" Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, it wasn't ten random people, and also, like, it wasn't just Stacy and her dad just alone. You know, like that is yeah. important. Um, they planned to hike along the High Sierra Loop Trail. Um, that's my name. It is correct. Ten Yay. points for Gryffindor. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. in the largest high elevation meadow in the Sierra Nevadas um, Tulumne meadows (laughs) anyways I have a loop I'll show you right now okay there she is there's the loop okay there are five different camps on this loop 
um, position so that each camp is a day's hike from at least two other camps. So you can gotcha. kind of see them. Mm -hmm. um, so you start here and you do this, this, and you come back, I guess. I don't know. But apparently Sunrise Camp is the last one. Okay. I don't know how the loop officially works because it doesn't really look like a loop to me, but pop off. It's kind of a I loop. I guess there's like the road here. Maybe you can leave there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You get the point. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. So Stacy and the hiking group, I guess like mule group, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, reached Sunrise Camp. Entourage. Uh, last camp on the loop, apparently. Mm -hmm. on friday july 17th okay so this camp is 9400 feet elevation and is a well-marked and well-used campground mm -hmm. uh i don't know like exactly how it was in the 70s obviously because i was not alive Haley, but as I far as really i really need you to oh sorry I, I was going to make a, a joke and say I really need you to commit to this podcast and invent time travel. Well, so there's a lot of problems with out. time travel, Sierra. I don't really think it can exist. So, <laughs> okay. Because, like, the gra the grandfather paradox, okay? Okay. Do you know the grandfather paradox? No. Okay. Say I invented time travel. Yes. I went back in time. Yes. I kill my grandfather. Yes. Then I never invented time travel because I was never born. Gotcha. But I did. I went back and I killed my grandfather. Dun, dun, dun. You see the issue? Yes. So a lot of people think that time travel can't happen because you can't change the past without affecting the future unless there's like different branches of the multiverse there's just like i think it can't happen okay <laughs> um sorry continue with the story that was so i will not time travel sierra because i will not or i'll time travel and kill my grandfather <laughs> There's two options. Just Figure out how the paradox happen. works. But like, would you just cease to exist? Like, how would that happen? You know? Hmm. But you couldn't just cease to exist in all the people who didn't time travel. Think about that, Sierra. Think about that. Okay. Next time you ask such an innocent question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never ask a question again. I'll stay silent and just listen to your story. Anyways. But, like, these camps have, you know, a few tents, but mainly, like, they're for people to set up tents there. They don't have electricity or running water or anything. But mm -hmm. they have, they're well-marked. They usually have staff at them. So, you know, there were other groups. It's not like they were just in the woods. Yeah, I, it's not the most out of the way kind of in the sticks in the boonies place. Yeah, like it's not glamping. But yeah, it's also not in the in the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So Stacy changes um, into more comfortable clothes after, you know, riding on a mule, hiking, etc. Understandable. Um, decides, decides to go take pictures uh-huh. uh, surrounding the camp, like just the nature around, and asks her father if she wants, if he wants to join. Um, he says no. But people claim they argued about her wearing flip-flops. Mm. Some stories say she changed into hiking boots. I'd say most official sources say she changed into hiking boots. And that argument was like the last time a lot of people saw her. Mm-hmm. And some documents say she still was wearing flip-flops. So that's interesting. I don't okay. think I have the answer. Oh my goodness, excuse me. I don't think I have the answer for, you know, if she switched, but regardless, she was wearing flip-flops at some point and did have an argument with her dad, and her dad did not go with her. Okay. Stacey then runs into another tour group member, um, Gerald, Gerald, Gerald Stewart, age 77. Okay. Who hiked with Stacy for about 30 minutes before getting tired and uh-huh. He then returned on his own, and another camp guide, like a person there, saw them and saw him sit down and then return. So saw both um, him and Stacy. Yeah, and then saw him come back and her continue. Okay. Um, and that was the last person to ever see Stacy. Okay. Getting get right into it. Yeah. So after Stacy did not return for some time, God bless him, Stuart, Gerald, asked a group that came hiking from the same direction Stacy had gone if they mm-hmm. had seen her, but they reported they had not. Mm-hmm. So then some staff located the campsite, uh, were alerted to her disappearance, and they began searching for her that same day. Mm-hmm. When the staff could not find her, they alerted the National Park Service the following morning. Mm-hmm. And obviously, immediately a search started. Mm-hmm. At the height of the search, 100 people, three helicopters, and two dog teams looked for Stacy. Wow. Okay. The dog teams were unable to find a scent because of the dry and dusty conditions, is what was quoted. I was just going to ask, I always, or comment that I always find it so weird when like the dogs can't find a scent because I feel like, you know, they can smell basically anything, but that makes more sense. Yeah, it was really dusty and dry and like, how are you going to pick up a scent in that? Yeah, yeah. The search lasted for 12 full days before being called off by NPS. Mm -hmm. Um, Backpackers in the area would have needed to get a permit at that time. So all those who, I guess probably not all, but the majority of people in the who would have been in the area at the time um, were contacted. Mm. And no one had seen her. Or claims that they saw her. Yeah, of course. Um, and no one was like continued to be investigated as a suspect of anything. Yeah. Yeah. from those backpackers and i'd like to also mention obviously gerald was the last person to see her alive he was cleared he was 77 
Mm -hmm. he came back like you know he was fine he was never a suspect Um, yeah yeah so by mid-october people were forced out of the area due to the weather and Mm -hmm. only able to return in the spring after the snow melted Mm -hmm. so obviously the official search ended in 12 days but people were still looking yeah yeah um despite this intensive search effort the only evidence of stacy ever found was a lens from her camera around the tree line where she was last seen alive Uh, that's so bizarre now the one thing that people said is a lens being missing isn't that would be hard to notice if a lens fell out so that's not necessarily like a sign of foul play or anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was the only thing ever found i was thinking more like I feel like a lens is like usually so fragile and stuff like that. It's bizarre that like, that's the thing that's remained. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that was all that was ever found from like any piece of evidence ever found from her. Mm -hmm. Um, a quote from Reddit this is a long, a thicky. Get ready. Okay. The search was fairly small relative to the size of the area they had to work with. And it's like, please, she kept moving even once she realized she was lost because the majority of people do. But it's also the absolute worst thing to do in almost every case because then searchers are playing catch up. A point I see brought up fairly often is that she was within shouting distance, but I don't think there's a way to prove that. Sound in the wilderness is weird. I spent a lot of time a ton of time hiding from searchers as a training subject. <laughs> and even I'm still sometimes surprised at how variable sound can be. I've had searchers shouting for me from maybe 50 feet away who I could he- couldn't hear because of a slight ridge and wind blowing away from me. On the other hand, I've been freaked out by hearing a dog panting and human voices just above me when I knew the team wasn't close to me. Yet because I was hiding on the edge of a canyon, there was a weird magnifying echo effect. Usually the trend is for sound to be dampened, though. Even a bit of vegetation, a small hill, and a slight breeze, you barely notice uh, You barely notice are enough to muffle sound to a surprising degree. So, basically, a lot of people were like, she was so close, like, how did she not know? Mm-hmm. And this person's like, no, mm-mm. Sounds weird. Yeah, like anything could have happened yeah so the reason why this case is so interesting though Mm -hmm. is our favorite our favorite man david poly poly days poly days polydes how do you say his name i don't know you know who i'm talking about though i know who you're talking i think missing missing 411 man missing 411 Yes. I think okay. it's Polides. Sorry in advance. Anyways, David. Do you, want, do you want to search it? No. Nope. Okay. Asked for records about this case specifically using the Freedom of Information Act, and he was denied receiving this message from an official. Please know that we reached out to and collaborated with other offices and bureaus. The Office of Law Enforcement and Security 
Bureau of Land Management, and National Park Service. According to the feedback we received, they do not track or maintain listings of missing persons. What? He also claims one ranger told him off record, quote, you'll never see it in regards to her case file specifically. Okay, I don't like that. Like, at all. Being a police officer, an ex-police officer, he was like, well, is it, you know, is it a criminal investigation then? Because obviously that is the case where they will not release records. Yeah. And they were like, no. And he was like, then can I see it? And they were like, no. (laughs) And he was like, so there is a criminal investigation. They're like, no, there's not. Um, That's very suspicious. So, kind of weird. Um, Yeah. And this was the case that kind of started some of his investigations because this is the one where they admitted that there is no official maintenance of missing persons in the park that have never been found. Um, Which is beyond insane. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think we need to just, like, sit on that for a second. That there is no, like, official record of all the people that have gone missing in national parks. Because what the hell? Yeah. So, obviously, you know, there's really no evidence of what happened to Stacey. Mm-hmm. There, there's the usuals. Was it something paranormal? You know, was it something... What, did she just get injured? Was it foul play? There is a road not that close nearby, but close enough. Um, yeah, yeah. And if she was on a very well-marked trail, like, someone could get her back to that road in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people believe she ran away because an article at the time reported, quote, park officials said Stacy was having some family or school troubles and she was missing her teenage boyfriend end quote but i could find no evidence of any family members or records confirming this huh um so i don't know if that was just a reporter being silly goofy or what that's always so tricky especially with like the stories like this that take place a little bit ago when you're kind of like is that the truth <laughs> yeah especially since we've seen i think um with brandon lawson that last that other one that you had done previously where it's like obviously reporters do kind of make stuff up <laughs> no yeah like or you know i think sometimes they'll hear it from someone who's just starting a rumor yeah and it's not verified and they're like run it you know but then it suddenly becomes like the truth exactly a little questionable yeah Um, but yeah if you look so there's not many stories about her that you Mm -hmm. can find but Mm -hmm. all of them are either very brief or they'll just be like and yeah and you're like what the fuck where did this come from like you can't find any other story corroborating it that's so bizarre did they just like make this shit up it feels it feels 
I know. So for people who haven't like read or watched Missing 411, it gets very much conspiracy-esque. Yeah. Um, very cool. And like, yeah, like kind of like aliens, cryptids, the government knows about it and is keeping it a secret. Which I definitely like, I don't know, take with a grain of salt and like <laughs> take with a pile of salt. Yeah. But then I don't know, you hear stuff like this and you're kind of like, is it negligence then? Yeah. Or is it something shady? Like, yeah, to be fair, David is writing to be a little bit like he's writing to make a story. Do I like Missing 411? Absolutely. But he also really thinks Bigfoot is the reason. And I don't know if I'm diggity down for that. But at the same time, why is there like no database between these organizations? Yeah. Why can the largest police force, the National Park Service? Yeah. Why can no one in the government tell me? How many people are missing in the national park that haven't been found? Like, I get pre, like, 1900, whatever. Well, the national park didn't even... When did the national park start existing? With Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know what year. I know. Wasn't it, like, late 18? I don't remember. I have no concept of time. I'm just having, like, flashbacks of, like, all the different, like, political cartoons from, like, AP history, AP US history. <laughs> I mean, I it's not Bigfoot. helpful at all. Data salvage. Okay, nineteen nineteen. I'm seeing which one's the youngest. Eighteen seventy two Yellowstone. Eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety. Ninety nine. I just think by like at least nineteen thirty. Mhm. So, anyways. It's still silly goofy. And I stand by that. Yeah, it it makes me very suspicious. So I don't know where I am. Sorry. Okay, I found it. Also, <laughs> at this time, okay. Linda Abbott and NPS National Park Service spokesperson said that she could not have made it very far. She referring to Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um because not wearing suitable shoes. This was where the flip-flops came up. And I was like, what? Like all of the all of the now missing persons files you can find on her mm-hmm. from like the National Park Service say she was wearing hiking boots, but then the National Park Service spokesperson at the time said she was wearing flip-flops and that she couldn't have ran away. Huh. Is there a quote from her dad at all? No. Hmm. But all the papers at the time said she was wearing hiking boots. And then if you go to NPS, Stacy, and last name. It will say she was wearing flip-flops. It was, no, it'll say she was wearing, as of now, like the new document says she'll, she was wearing hiking boots. But the official spokesperson said she was had said she was wearing flip-flops yeah, let me show you something so this is the release files for stacy it's on nps.gov uh-huh um 
this is have you seen this 14 year old gray hiking boots this is another thing and i i don't know if this says hiking boots or not like let me hiking boots right okay that one this this paper mm -hmm. from 81 says hiking boots then i don't think that one says those images are so fucking hard to see these don't say anything. wow this is really bringing me back to APU's history i know like what the fuck is this also and this Not is the really release thing this is just like we tried our best like nothing in here even mentions i think flip flops hold on flip yeah no or sandals um i guess i can hiking boots gray hiking boots huh Okay, whatever. You get the point. That like mm -hmm. that missing persons thing that is literally in NPS.gov says hiking boots. But then the official spokesperson at the time said flip-flops. So which one is it? Yeah. That's kind of a big detail to mess up on. Yeah. Um so despite evidence, you know, any evidence, obviously theories vary from animal mauling, she slipped and fell, someone took her out of the park, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, there's just no evidence for any of these. We don't even have, like, evidence either way if she had flip-flops on. Yeah. But this is a quote. Um, In 2017, the Park Service reported 33 missing people from Yosemite since 1909. Stacy was the sole person missing between 78 and 85 and the only one who's ever disappeared from Sunrise Camp. Wow. And I just think that's weird. Mm hmm That is obviously. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to agree with you. Like, obviously, she could have gotten hurt or whatever. But if she was planning on wearing flip flops, even if she didn't change her shoes, I don't think she intended then to go off trail. She was mm -hmm. saying she wanted to walk to this lake that is just up the trail. Mm -hmm. And these are well-marked, well-maintained. That other group came down the same trail, would have bumped into her. Mm -hmm. It wasn't dark. She'd been doing this for a couple days now. And she was the only person who went missing from 78 to 85 in all of Yosemite. That's, no way. That's bizarre. So weird. So sorry it's a quick one, but I think it's kind of important since it brought up a lot of issues, like was one of the initial cases to bring up so many issues with the NPS to begin with and so. how it how it deals with, with these missing purses persons cases yeah not missing purses no not that <laughs> no that was i mean again we've said this before where it's you know some of these stories are just very short because there isn't a lot of evidence but i think they're still important to say and they're still yeah. interesting like because there isn't really like a lot to get to go off of 
there's just so much speculation it seems crazy that like cases especially like this i mean yeah like some people when they're lone hikers i get it more Mm -hmm. but i mean i guess she was alone in that period but i don't it just seems so weird this is like a well-traveled area as we can tell from like one group hiking up one group already at the camp people noticed she was gone yeah and she didn't seem to have these like grand motivations to hike a ton yeah and the fact especially if she no was one... wearing flip-flops which is questionable but yeah yeah and if yeah it's just it's just weird it is weird and then with like the conflicting pieces of the story makes it even weirder even though they're not i mean the shoe choice is pretty important actually i'd mm-hmm. say oh no i totally agree and the fact I would that not no one really has a clear going off trail like i probably wouldn't hike with flip-flops on normally but i definitely wouldn't be hiking off trail with flip-flops on and so I it's kind of important like, if like she did have them on or not exactly and she'd been on these trails for a bit so she knew like she should not hike off trail with yeah. flip-flops on yeah so just kind of weird but yeah the, the conflicting story she was, like the only the only missing person from the camp mm-hmm Ever? I don't know. And the the fact that she's also like, yeah, a young woman, I don't, a young girl, don't like yeah. that. Feels bad. Does feel a little suspicious, not gonna lie. Well, sorry this one's not as happy, but it is crazy, so I thought it no, was No, but the, again, they're important. They're important, though. Um, we can't they can't all be about giant birds they can't. flying There's across Illinois so many giant birds in the world <laughs> and they're all in Illinois they're all in Illinois um well thank you guys for listening we have a twitter at mystery mtn pod um we have an email mystery mountain gmail nope <laughs> mystery mountain podcast at gmail.com i do not do any of those because i have lost the passwords to both um but sierra will check them and she will i will check them occasionally yes and uh rate and subscribe on whatever prop uh this is so bad rate (laughs) and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you so desire or all of them if you really love us honestly do all of them yeah that would, that would really look nice that would look good for us we'd appreciate um, we it a, we appreciate your support also yeah you know we kind of do this for fun and just a little thing but it's nice to you know know if someone someone's out there listening <laughs> <laughs> someone cares so thank you guys And we'll see you next time on Mystery Mountain. Goodbye.